Hello, 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 my beautiful people. Welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope you are all exceptionally well. I hope your new year is treating you well so far. I hope you've not been hit with COVID because honest to God, I have never, ever known so many people being struck with it. Like the amount of clients and friends and family that I know over the last sort of one to two weeks have been hit by it. It's exceptional, it's crazy, it's madness. So I hope that you are all safe and well and so are your loved ones. And if you are in isolation right now, I feel for you, you've got this, hold on, stay strong. (laughs) But I wanted to start today's podcast with just a little bit of a life update. And the life update does lend itself into the topic of today's podcast, which is about sort of taking a break and knowing when to take a break from, from the gym and your fitness endeavors, when to take a little bit of a step back. Because that's what I've done at the moment. So if you've not really seen on my socials or you've you've seen it, but you need a bit more backstory, I've basically decided to take a step back from being coached by Vicky for the next, at least the next two to three months. Now, it was not an easy decision for me to make because I absolutely love being coached. I love the control and the structure of bodybuilding and my macros and the training. I absolutely love it to bits, which is why I've been coached for coming up to nearly five years now, which when you put it like that, is crazy. You know, it's, it's the majority of my adult life. But I was reaching a point where with business growing and me having so much to do every single day and every single week for my business now that it's growing, my team is growing, my clients are amazing. I'm building a really solid, amazing team of ladies and it's phenomenal. But what I was finding is that by me applying myself 100% to my business, I just was not able to also put 100% into my bodybuilding without feeling just overwhelmed and stressed and on edge every single day because I'd be getting up and thinking, oh my God, I've got all these boxes to tick from a work stance, but also to hit my steps, make sure my macros are on point, make sure that I do my training sessions and I perform optimally and I'm doing all these things optimally for my bodybuilding. Because when I do something, I don't do things by halves. It's 100% or nothing. You know, I don't see the point in half doing anything. And there were some days where I would just have so much work on and I'd be so tired from it. You know, that's not saying I hate my job. I love it. But the energy I was having to pour into my job would mean that going and training was just the last thing I wanted to do. It was stressing me out. And for that, I just felt really overwhelmed. And I didn't want to then lose the love or passion for bodybuilding or lose the love and passion, especially for training and eating well, because I do enjoy eating well and nourishing and fueling my body. I really do enjoy training. You know, it's it's my mental sanity. It gets me through. It makes me feel good and strong. And I didn't want it to become a burden to my life, which it was starting to do. I was feeling like I was forcing myself into a lot of gym sessions. So I had a bit of time to reflect and thought, you know what? It's been nearly five years since I've been coached now. I'm not looking to step on stage anytime soon. And to be fair, with how much my attention and focus has shifted into business and building my business for my clients and you know creating something pretty special and I've become so passionate about that, that's become kind of my number one passion right now is, is business rather than bodybuilding. So for now, bodybuilding has kind of taken a bit of a backseat in terms of my I mean I still love it don't get me wrong but it used to be literally my day-to-day thoughts I was just so you know I was watching vlogs and podcasts and it was all I would ever sort of internalize and and listen to and think about whereas now it is business you know most of the podcasts and books and things that I watch and read are all business because I just want to improve and grow it I'm actually become weirdly super mega passionate about it 
And I just thought, you know what, you know, that's kind of taken a second hit. I don't want to fall out of love with training. I still obviously want to go to the gym and I want to love it. And I want to make sure that, you know, my food relationship's on point and I'm, you know, I'm just not massively bothered about competing right now. So I don't need a coach right now. I, I would like to say my knowledge of training and nutrition is pretty decent. When I first started, I didn't have a clue. I was that girl who went to the Zumba class, didn't have a clue, didn't have a clue what a macro was, how to eat well anything like that but now I do you know I've been educated through my coaches that I've had in the past and through obviously through my through my job and my education with that how to train how to structure training how to structure nutrition so I know that I can control it myself you know I can control my own nutrition and expenditure and outputs and ultimately you know I'll be fine and I also just want a bit of a break from just working towards a big goal or like be bulking or be cutting I kind of just want to live my life a bit because over Christmas that's what I did you know I had a few days where I wasn't tracking massively and I wasn't really massively thinking about you know my fitness endeavors I was just being present and it was really nice to do that because I've not been able to do that with you know having a healthy relationship with food and fitness since I was 15 15 you know that's uh, that's many years of my life that I can't get back Um, but I can, you know, do something about my future, you know, I want to be able to just be a bit more chilled out and not panic about going over my macros if I want to, you know, go around to my, like on Sunday this week, I went around to my parents, mum was like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know you'd be coming around this late, you could have stayed for tea, and I was like, well, I can't stay for tea, and all we had was some corn sausages, some boiled potatoes and veg, so it was a healthy meal, but the past me would have been like, is this going to fit my macros, does this take me over my fats, under my carbs, my protein, and I just, didn't want that anymore I didn't want that stress I didn't want that worry I wanted a bit more food freedom by that I really don't mean smashing pizza and dominoes and cakes and cookies every single night it was more just to be able to you know some days if I want a bit more fats or a bit more carbs to be able to go out for a meal without worrying and stressing about it to really strengthen my food relationship eats my hunger as well like some days with work I'm just so busy 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 that I don't want to be just sitting down and shoveling in all these meals and other days I'm I'm ravenous and it's like oh I've only got x amount of carbs left but I'm freaking hungry I want to listen to my body I want to nurture my body I want to listen to what it's saying and respond to that strengthen my food relationship enjoy my training use it as a de-stress don't go into sessions putting so much pressure on yourself. Because I used to be so OCD. I'd be going in, be like, right, I've got to beat numbers. Got to stick to the, the set section order. I can't, you know, this is the chest press machine I use. I can't use a different one. And if I did, I'd get anxious and, you know, stressed out. Whereas I want to use training to de-stress, you know. I've, I've written myself a training structure and plan. Um, set days and set times to go to the gym now so that it fits into my week nicely. But ultimately, if I'm too tired or too busy... One session a week missed will not be the end of the world. If I can't get on a machine, I will just do a like-for-like movement and not worry about it and just have some goddamn fun with it. That's what I want to do. And that's why I've decided to take a step back. But what I am doing is I'm still working with Vicky through for, for mentoring. She is educating me because she is a knowledgeable AF human on certain things that I don't know about my client demographics and just building my knowledge on that. So she's getting me doing research papers and case study tasks. And it's going to be really, really good for building my knowledge as a coach. And I want to have her on side as well for if I do have any questions about what I do with myself or like my training split or form videos and technique, I still want to have her there because there is no bad feelings between us. And honestly, she has been my absolute rock. She has helped me grow as a person so much. And I don't want to lose having her in my corner. So that is why I'm still working with her. 
But I wanted to share that little bit of a life update, one, just to give you a life update, and two, because it lends itself very nicely into today's podcast topic, which is knowing when to just take a bit of a backseat from the gym. And the gym is going to be sort of the main the main focus of, of this podcast. I'm going to touch maybe on a little bit about when to take sort of nutrition breaks as well, but mainly the gym. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this now, because you may be thinking, Lucy, it's January, you know, this is when everyone's like, go, 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 getting started with the gym. This is when everyone's super hyped about their goals and passionate. And yes, it is. And for many of you listening, you may have just restarted or started something. But for some of you, you may have just, you know, January's just another month, you know, you've just cruised through the Christmas period and just carried on business as usual, realistically. And it can be hard when everyone seems to be motivated to go to the gym or to be doing something when you're feeling burnt out by it because it's you know for me it's a strange time to be taking a backseat from training and a backseat from you know working towards a goal when every single person that I'm working with in terms of clients every single person that I'm seeing on social seems to be like you know new year super focused going to crush this going to do that and yes obviously I've got goals in other elements of my life but from a fitness stance I just kind of put extreme goals or big goals. My goal really is just to be happy and healthy. So I don't really have anything that I'm working towards. And you may be in the same boat. You may be at a point where you need to be taking a bit of a backseat, but that pressure of it's January, it's new year, you should be working hard towards your goals, you should be motivated, is conflicting with that. And what I'm gonna share with you, you can transfer later on in your journey as well. This is not just about January, but there will be a point, you know, in months down the line where you probably can relate to this. So I want you to, you know, listen to this podcast. I want you to learn from this podcast and know that there will be times when taking a break is honestly gonna be the most productive thing you can do. So let's get into it. So why is taking a break from your fitness endeavors in terms of the gym and sometimes nutrition so, so important? I want you to think about it as the same way you you do with your job, right? You have weekends and you also have annual leave. So you have periods of time off. And the reason you take time off is to recharge, reset and refocus ready for when you do go back. Because if we worked every single day, you know, no breaks, no holidays, you would burn out fast. You would hate your job. You would hate your day-to-day life. And you would probably reach a point where you have a mental breakdown or quit because everyone needs that break. Now, fitness endeavors, even though they are fun, even though they do add so much value to your life and it's your choice, they are an everyday commitment. They are an everyday focus. They are something that takes, you know, up. Like I said, every day you have to be thinking about it. You have to be thinking about, you know, your nutrition, you know, gym takes up, you know, most days of your week or not, you know, some people, fitness, some sort of fitness something takes up some fitness something keeping active is what i was trying to say there in whatever shape or form takes up nearly every day step counts trying to get a good night's sleep all these things which yes are obviously brilliant for us but they are they are something that we have to do every single day so sometimes we do just need a bit of a break to recharge to refine our love and be able to come back to it, you know, all guns are blazing because we're not gonna continue to be motivated. We're not gonna continue to be passionate. Everyone will reach that point that if you are tired and overdoing it and just do a break, you will start to resent it. And that's when people get into bad relationships and quit and then struggle to go back. And I don't want you to reach that point. So in terms of knowing when um, is a good time to, to take a break, here are some 
signs to watch out for, I guess, because the last thing I want people to do from this podcast is just think, oh, well, I've been doing it five minutes, so I'll, I'll take a break, because Lucy said so. That's, that's not what I'm saying, you know, if you've only just started something, write it out, but this is when you've been at something for quite a bit of time, and you're reaching a point where the break is very much needed and warranted, like, you wouldn't start a new job and ask for a holiday the next week, same sort of thing. So the first thing of knowing when it's needed to take a break is when you start to lose the love. You know, your mojo's not there for it and this isn't like you. So if you're someone who doesn't massively love exercise and you do it purely to, you know, tick a box and get yourself healthy, this doesn't really apply to you as much. But if you're someone like me who loves the gym, and to be fair, if you're someone who doesn't enjoy the exercise you're doing, I would strongly advise you to go find do something else just because everyone's joining the gym and everyone lifts and everyone does crossfit or whatever doesn't mean you need to you know go swimming do a sport go hiking find 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 your thing you know don't fall into peer pressure but if you do go to the gym or you do a sport or whatever it is and the love is starting to dwindle you can't be bothered to go you just don't have that excitement you know that little buzz for it that spark is gone it feels like a chore that's when it's maybe time to take a step back. And this is what I have done with quite a few of my clients who, I've got clients who, you know, getting into the gym, it's never an issue. They're always posting their gym videos, their selfies. They're like me, they freaking love it. And then when I see in their check-ins that they're saying, you know, oh, I've got, you know, I've not felt that motivated. Training's been a bit of a drag. I've actually missed a session because I've just struggled to get in. That's when you need to take a break and go, well, actually, you know what? You're reaching a bit of burnout with it. You're getting a bit bored of it. Just take a step back, take a week off. And I promise you, by the end of the week, you will be itching to get a toe in that gym again. And you do. It's like when you take a bit of time off work, you're not necessarily excited to go back. But when you do go back, how much more energized and focused and motivated do you feel about things? You feel so much better about it. So if you are starting to lose your mojo, lose the love, and that's very out of character for you, that's when it's a time to take a step back. And that's probably quite similar with nutrition. Like, so if you're someone, again, like me, who has tracked for a while or eaten well for a while or followed some sort of dietary approach for a while and you're just getting to a point where you're feeling a little bit sick of it, or if you are on, you are in a deficit and you've been in a deficit for a long time consistently and you're starting to just feel, you know, intense cravings, fatigue, lethargy, hating the process, that's when a diet break can be really useful. So that's where you could bump your calories up to maintenance if you are in like a prolonged deficit have a week there or if like me you're already kind of in a surplus or in a maintenance phase and you're not really sort of in a prolonged deficit just taking maybe a bit of time off tracking I'm just being more relaxed some days I'm tracking sometimes I'm not some days I'm half tracking some days I'm guesstimating again then just to real fuel your fires then when you do go back to being a bit more meticulous with your food choices it's not as much of a slog. Now with this one with food, that is not for everyone. Honestly, if you've been at a diet for like a couple of weeks, that's not you saying you need to take a break because you should be able to stick with a diet for, you know, 12, 16 weeks. It's when you've been doing things for long periods of time consistently that you may just need to take a step back. And a way I try and avoid this um, feeling that they need a diet break or that they need to stop with my clients is implementing untracked free meals into their program. Uh, once I can see how a client's body is responding to the calories, especially when it is fat loss related, I do like to say, right, well, we'll start to be a bit more relaxed here. We can start to implement an untracked meal or we can start to implement this just to take that pressure off so it doesn't feel like a hardcore diet for 16, 20 weeks on end because 
if you want to do that, you'd be a bodybuilder and my clients ain't bodybuilders. So that's how I try and avoid that with my clients. But if you do feel like that, there's nothing wrong again with taking a step back. The next one is probably more specific to training itself. And that is not recovering from training. So if you're finding that you are constantly aching after your sessions, your joints hurt, you've got DOMS, you're feeling really, really tired and battered, you know, the day after, and you just don't feel like you're recovering and you're just feeling a bit battered, then it could be time for a bit of a deload or a devolume. Again, this is for someone usually who has been training for a long period of time and trains hard and with intensity. You know, if, if you're doing three Zumba classes a week, you don't need a deload. <laughs> if, you, if you're getting aches and pains from that, it may be worth to just check that you're actually warming up and cooling down properly and that you've got no injuries. But if you're resistance training and you, you know, you're going pretty hard, um, you will probably potentially reach a point of just overload because you've got to remember that training is a stressor. It's a positive stress, but it is a stress on the body. And our bodies can only tolerate so much stress over time before it, it tells us that it isn't happy. Um, you know, with our jobs, that's us having a meltdown, crying, throwing stuff against the wall. With fitness, that is us, our body's not recovering because your body's trying to say, look, I'm a bit, I'm a bit tired here. You know, I'm trying to show you by you feeling really achy and lethargic or it can actually impact your mood and motivation as well. Um, it can make you feel like, you know, you don't want to train. It can make you feel just meh. So if you're really starting not to recover, mentally and physically, then it could be time to take a deload, a devolume, or just a week off. Every single person's approach will be different. So for some people, just telling them to take a whole week off the gym would actually have huge stress impacts on them, which would then obviously go against what we're trying to do. We're trying to offset some stress. And if you're then feeling more stressed because you're not in the gym and you don't have anything to you know de-stress with, it's gonna make you feel worse. So in this instance, if you can go in and devolume and deload, which is basically taking weights down, taking sets down, taking intensity down, you will then have that mental sanity of going and training, but not battering your body. But for a lot of people, if you are extremely like battered and fatigued, even just a couple of days fully off resting will do you a world of wonders. So Usually at the start of your program, you'll get extreme DOMS and a bit of pain. But if you're weeks and weeks into it and this is starting to come back, that's when you know. And kind of building on that one is signs of overwork. So again, this is lending itself into when you would potentially need a deload or a devolume. And it's again all sort of down to the stress response because our stress response is all over our body. So if you've heard of fight or flight, that's the idea of when you encounter a stressor you either run from it or fight it and we basically have uh, receptors all around our body and different you know the body basically signals the entire that stress response signals the entire body basically to, to do something about it so we can feel it everywhere which is when you reach that sign of sort of overreaching and overwork why you can experience symptoms and side effects across so many different elements to you so like the ones we discussed in terms of motivation to train and you know energy and recovery it can impact you in other ways as well so appetite is a huge one usually people see huge drop offs in appetite when they are feeling overworked but vice versa it could be rapid rapid increases as well like crazy hunger and it's got to be significant you know it's got to be a very very significant change in your day-to-day -day appetite weight gain is quite a common one, you know, quite significant weight gain quite fast and looking and feeling a little bit more bloated and watery, poor sleep, poor motivation, lethargy. So all of these signs of sort of overwork and overreach are a sign that you may need to take a bit of a deload and a bit of time off. 
and that isn't one night's sleep and you know then waking up and feeling a bit bloated and seeing the scale go up this is something that you would notice over time and it would probably gradually build up as well you wouldn't just wake up one morning and have all of these side effects and symptoms they would kind of build up over time um, and this is why it's really good to have someone like a coach or to have someone you know who's quite knowledgeable about training just to discuss it with because sometimes I get it with my clients like oh I need a deload I'm like no you don't you just slept really bad because you stressed with work um, if you want to take a bit of time off to de-stress from work, that's cool, but you don't need a deload. Whereas other clients, I've you know gone over their check-in feedback, we've been running a program for 16 weeks, they aren't sleeping well, their weight's going up, their appetite's in the floor, they don't feel good, they can't bother to train, it's like, yeah, hon, you are textbook, <laughs> take a deload. So that's that one. And I guess what I just said then actually lends itself into the last point, is that when life stress takes over, which is kind of the boat I'm in, or life generally takes over, then you need to just take a break from it. I've actually got a client this week who's got some really, really big exams coming up uh, for uni. And she was mentioning in a check-in that she was feeling a little bit sort of, you know, it's going to be a bit of a challenge to get all my sessions in, um, but I will do it. And I just said, look, if you are stressing that much, you know, about getting your sessions in, if you have that much studying to do and that much going on, that the thought of going to the gym is stressing you out. If you're going to be in the gym, just clock watching and stressing about how much you've got to do, that training session is going to add zero value to your life this week because ultimately you're not going to enjoy it. And one of the reasons that you go to the gym is to feel better. You're going to hate every second. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel on edge. You're probably not going to train very well. It's going to have no benefit. So sometimes it's better to just take a bit of a backseat and just do life because if you try and juggle so many plates and I've been very guilty of this that when I've had so much going on I've still been like no I've got to do all my sessions do all my sessions and it becomes like a compulsion rather than something that you do for enjoyment and ultimately all it then does is add stress to your current stress or overwhelm levels and that's not what it's there to do you know we use exercise to to de-stress to feel good to have a break from our day and you know go somewhere where we can just go and better ourselves and feel good but if you're already feeling like I've got no hours in the day left, I've got so much to do, I've got all these commitments, I'm just feeling overwhelmed and I've got stuff going on. And then the thought of having to do my session is stressing me out so much. Just skip it. You know, one week, it's all right to prioritize life. A couple of weeks, if you've got loads going on, it's okay to just prioritize life. A couple of days, it's okay to prioritize life. One gym session missed isn't gonna undo your progress. A couple of gym sessions missed because of, a manic week at work or a life event or what have you isn't going to undo your progress it's when you always let life get in the way oh I'm being a bit busy oh being a bit tired every single week or every single month that's when you won't make progress but if you are someone who is very very consistent and you do genuinely have a lot of life stress or something very significant happen and you need to take a break freaking do it because you will in you won't enjoy your training and it will only make you feel worse so take a break come back fighting fit you know focus on getting all your shit done that you need to and then you'll be able to come back actually focus on your training and enjoy it and that's all the tips that i've come up with in my little mind map so there's probably loads more that when i press stop recording and upload i'll be like ah oh, i should have said that in the podcast but I think that's enough to, and that's covered the um, the main ones, to be fair. So in summary, how to know when you need a break? Are you recovering? Are you enjoying your training? Are you starting to hate it and resent it? Are you feeling overworked and burnt out? Is life taking over? Do you need to take a step back and prioritize something else for the time being? If you can say yes to all those, 
Maybe it's time to take a break. And if you're in that boat right now, guys, don't be afraid to take a break. Just because every other mofo is, you know, new year, new me, crushing January, new goals, what have you. It's all right if you want to be that person like me who's just actually, you know what? I've done that, we've done that already. And now I need to take a step back. And remember that taking a step back and a break can be the most productive thing you do. Because if you do reach burnout, you're more likely to reach that, fuck it, I hate everything, I'm never doing this again mentality. And I don't want anyone to get to that. Better take a little bit of a pause or a bit of a step back and then you can accelerate forward in the next week or two weeks whenever you are ready to do so. So I hope that has been helpful. I hope that has been useful. I hope you have taken something from this week's episode. As always, guys, I do appreciate every single listener so, so much. And I appreciate it so much if you leave me a review, you share it on your stories, you share it with a friend. It means the actual world. And even if you just drop me a DM privately just to say, I learned something from this or you've got any questions please do because that's what these podcasts are for you know they're here to help and if you have a question off it as well I'm always happy to help so yeah my Instagram if you don't know is at lucy underscore lift your life um, and I share all of my amazing life that I apparently live on there as well so if you don't follow me and you think I might be fun to follow because I'm all right go give it a follow But that's everything for this week my lovely people have a fabulous one and remember if you need to take a break God damn do it.